The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Welcome to episode 160 of Yes, Have Some Podcast. That is 160. Man, we've been doing this a long time. I'm having a great time doing it with my co-hosts, Abigail Gardner. Yo, what's up, guys? Jacob Walsh. I'm here. President. President. Here. You me, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> you, we jinxed. Oh, I see. You see? Okay. We're not contractually obligated to say Dr. Pepper. <laughs> but I want to because I miss that time in my because life. Because we want to be contractually <laughs> we want to, to, be. to say Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Anyway, so, I'm just going to keep, so keep saying, saying it. it. So I went to the toy store sipping on a Dr. Pepper. Listening. As usual. <laughs> Excuse me, I was sipping it. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. We're a couple of weeks away from Dragon Con. Comic Con just happened. We were not there, but we lived vicariously. Through all of the pictures and social media posts, mm-hmm. I want to go to Comic Con. I got to get out there. I feel like I belong. Yeah, that's what I just said when we wrapped our bonus episode up right before this. I said I want to be one of the people on the other side of the glass cases that's like peering into the toy while it's being photographed. I want to be there. I want to be up close and watching, um, like the toy. Oh, I keep I'm wanting to say the wrong name. Toy, not Toy Guru. Uh, Pixel Dan. Watching Pixel Dan's like footage always makes me want to be there even more because I feel like we could definitely do that. So I want to get over there and do we it. We got to get there. We're going to go there. Uh, Jake, what uh, what are you up to, man? How are you? I'm good, man. Just hanging out. Uh, like still kind of reeling from all the news and the Comic-Con every year is kind of like a... Um, I don't know. You always... It's like it's right before Dragon Con, so your mind's kind of already in the Dragon Con world. But Comic Con happens, and for the entire week, it is nothing but like it's kind of mentally exhausting. Like the Saturday when the Marvel panel was going on, I'm like just refreshing over and over so I can be like, say X Men, say X Men. It's just like kind of a. It takes so much out of you seeing all the stuff that you're going to want to buy, and you're like. I don't have the money for this. I don't, I can't afford this. I'm, I'm going to buy this anyway. Like it's just so (laughs) much information. Yeah. There's a lot going on. So we'll, we'll make it out there hopefully next year. Uh, but to all the people who were there, Hope you had a great time. Look like a fun, safe weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got Dragon Con coming up. And of course, everybody knows we're doing the first ever YHS live panel at Dragon Con, where we talk about all of our favorite franchises in the future. And we're going to debate, you know, Ghostbusters 3 and Bill and Ted 3, Gremlins 3, basically all threes. Maybe we all should the call threes. the panel yeah. Yeah. YHS threes. Third one. Cool. <laughs> the third. White chest, third one. Third one. Third one. Good things coming. 
Yeah, <laughs> totally. Do they? The trifecta. Uh, good. Yes. Thank you. Triad. Tripod. Try harder. I'm done. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. It was so like listen. some free form word association. We've got a um, slam poetry. Yeah. Get used to it, guys. All slam poetry. Come to our panel. I'm going to get up in a beret and do slam poetry. It's not true. We're all wearing kilts. <laughs> so listen, Dragon Con's coming up. We're going to be talking about that over the la- next couple weeks a lot. Um, but we're not going to worry about that as much tonight. But before we get going on all this Comic-Con coverage, because we are going to get in-depth on this MCU stuff, and then we've got a trailer park fuck budget. That's what I just called it. <laughs> trailer park? I like park? that. Because well, there's I, five trailers. I literally looked at okay. you when you said that, and I, and I was like, huh? I like it. It's good. Yeah. Okay. I think it's good. That's good. Um, but real quick, I want to talk about Patreon. I want to talk about the Yes Have Some community that we're building on Patreon. We absolutely love... How many people have signed up? How many people are contributing? We can't tell you now how much we appreciate it. Uh, it's only $5 a month. That $5 goes a very long way. It helps us with all the stuff that you know it helps us with. Website costs, hosting costs. It allows us to do cool stuff. It allows us to produce more content. We just did that whole run of enamel pins. It allows us to do more than we've done before and we want to keep it going we want to build the community Mm -hmm. so what we're doing now is offering even more bonus content so every week not only are we going to get those two bonus episodes per month we are going to be giving you the show notes in a post from our weekly episode so you guys can get a advanced look at what we're going to be talking about for that week's episodes we're going to be doing more video content we just posted 20 minutes of unedited footage from our trip to yeah 20 Whoa, minutes. Oh, uncut. That's a lot. I loved it. That's like the whole trip. That's like what you, your neighbors show you when they're like forcing all their trip footage on you at their house. That's what vacation. we're doing. That's what Patreon 20 is. 20 minutes. Patreon, guys, come over. Look at our video. Look at all of it. It's not edited. Um, I haven't even seen that. I like. I want to I I go see that. Well, you're going to have to sign up. It's a surprise. No, yeah. you got to sign up for Patreon. <laughs> the genesis of that was I was looking at, you know, I don't know, for those of you who have an iPhone, like it will make videos for you out of photos that you took during a certain period of time and videos. And my phone made a little video collage of our trip to Los Angeles. And I was like, this is, this is like actually good. I said, it's it pretty you good. Yeah. I put it in our story. Yeah, exactly. I think Craig was inspired by that inspired i was defeated you were trying like, to make cool. something better your phone automatically it even, made it even like picked out good quotes <laughs> like it would just randomly cut to craig and you would say something and i'm like oh that's funny how is that is that just the future because computers are going to be more talented than human beings i'll tell you who it was well, they already are they are it was raymond satanzi oh <laughs> fuck have you Part updated of the satanzi family that? you got to talk about that raymond real, real, real quick We'll get to Raymond Satanzi, but if you want to get in on Patreon, if you want to get in on the fun, bonus episodes, the complete archive available, as soon as you line up, sign up, or line up. Yeah. Do not come to our house and line up to sign up for Patreon. That would be cool. You got to do it online. Like a Comic-Con panel? Line you got to go to patreon.com slash yes, have some. You sign up, and for $5, you get complete access to everything we're offering on Patreon. We don't have a bunch of tiers. Uh, you can... Do $1 if you want, which also helps us. But for $5 a month, you get all of the bonus content. And we're going to keep it going. Uh, we're going to be doing more videos. we got Dragon Con coming up. we got Halloween Horror Nights. Plenty of opportunities to give you guys more bonus content. Mm-hmm. We love our YHS listeners. We love 
what we've uh, created so far. We love yeah. the community and we just want to keep it going. Love it. I All was right. about to give a speech about how we worked so hard and how I make so many notes. But then I realized I was looking at pictures of toys like all afternoon taking notes. It's fun. So. It's fun. It's fun. Love it. Um, Abby, Raymond Satanzi update. Go. Oh, my God. If you follow us on Instagram, then you saw my post today about bootleg toys. <clears throat> and I've talked, uh, I think, on our last episode about my Dragon Con costume lineup. I am going to be dressing up as a bootleg Lego figure, um, the Raymond Satanzi figure, which was sent to our house by AJ Quick. Thanks, AJ. Um, he actually sent us all four of the bootleg Ghostbusters. They're called Gots Busters. <laughs> if you're if it's, you're like reading it, it's like uh, they're just they're knockoff, made from I guess probably China, and they're they're literally reading the Raymond Satanzi box makes me laugh looking at the picture of it is one of the greatest joys in my life recently. So I'm going to, I ordered a Satansy patch <laughs> and I'm just, I love bootleg stuff like that. And I, I also feel like it's kind of one of a kind. So I'm taking my black flight suit. I'm going to put a Satansy patch and Craig, when you were talking to AJ, you were like, Abby's parents are going to be so proud. And AJ was like, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Satanzi. Oh, <laughs> it's great. It's fun. All of it makes me laugh. And I, that's pretty much it. If you want to go on our Instagram, you can see a picture of it. And then stay tuned because I'll be dressing up as him in the parade. Or more like my own version of him. I just want to have the Satansi patch. And we all do. Yeah. I want Satansi mm-hmm. to be the official mm-hmm. Ghostbuster of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Yeah. It's done. <clears throat> it's done. It's there it is. Done. You know, you official. got Vinkman, Spangler, Zedmore, Stance, Hult- Haltzman. Wait, oh, there's more <laughs> Ghostbusters. Uh, uh, Gilbert. God. I'm, uh, Tolan. <sighs> do we get Gilbert, Tolan... <laughs> Yates. Yates and Satanzi. I'm looking at them. Right also, now. there's we're not even going to go into extreme Ghostbusters or comic book Ghostbusters. It's Eduardo. Just, <laughs> there's too many. Okay. Hey, speaking of uh, extreme Ghostbusters, did you know there was never a Garrett action figure made? Yeah. There's and, a prototype. Yeah. There's a prototype, but there was only one. But somebody found a second Garrett prototype. Oh. Wow. Where'd they find it? I don't know, but. So the figure has a wheelchair. It's like a really cool extreme wheelchair. Mm -hmm. And this is really dumb. And it kind of, I don't know, it's the Ghostbusters community in a nutshell. But um, everybody knows in the show, Garrett was in a wheelchair, Mm -hmm. uh, which is great. He was a great Ghostbuster. Somebody found the um, prototype and had the figure and had it standing up and took a picture. And someone was like, that's stupid that it can stand. And the the person was like, it's, what do you even mean? Like, where, where are you going with this? Because it's not screen accurate. It should not be able to be like, I wanted to say erect, but you know what I mean? Like, they think it should be like a diamond select figure. It just can't stand up. Just fall over. Was this all set up for that? No, but I just thought of it. It made me laugh. So ha, 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 Um, ha. But anyways, I want that figure. Good luck, because that's expensive to get those prototypes. I feel like Extreme Ghostbusters is underrated. I feel like you've been watching it. A yeah, lot. we've been watching it and had it on, and it's. I think it's funny. I mean, it's got some stuff. It's got some things, but it's overall like, I like the theme song and like the grunginess of it. And I've always wanted to do a Kylie costume. All right, that's those are my thoughts on Extreme Ghostbusters. There you go. Uh, before we move on into all of this Comic Con stuff, does anybody have any housekeeping or things that they need to mention, get off their chest before we move forward? Because we do have a lot to cover. Mm-hmm. 
No. If you want to so. win some Fallout stuff, we've got a contest going right now on oh, our yeah. Instagram, which I did. Probably that. Yeah. That, dude, I'm like running the show. I love it. Um, I ran our Instagram today. It felt good. I was engaging. Um, so, yeah. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at YHS Podcast, and uh, you can enter. No, 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 no. There's no if. If you are listening to this right now. And you already follow us. You better. You better. But we got a contest going. Mm-hmm. Contest is basically you can win the plasma pistol and the dog meat statue put out by Chronicle Collectibles, um, which from they Fallout. from Fallout from the game, which I don't play. I'm not going to act like I do, but I know that these are very cool uh, replicas because I've handled them and looked at them. And you I, don't yeah. play Fallout? <laughs> are you even a real? Are you nerd? are you I telling was- me that you don't know the significance of dog meat? <laughs> Dude, it looks like my brother-in-law Andrew's dog, and I was like, "That looks, that's cute." It looks like a, it looks like a dog was going to Dragon Con. I was like, "I'm steampunk." <laughs> <laughs> we are only calling that steampunk. Steampunk dog. <laughs> God, I wish I've never played Fallout either. I don't Dude, know. Dude, I'm just imagining like you not know the significance of dog oh. meat. The dog's hungry. Somebody get my steam-powered can opener. I need my goggles. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I don't understand steampunk. I need somebody to explain it to me. Do you have to have a blimp? It's it's in <coughs> a different time. It's an alternative history when uh, steam I power remember. was still very popular. It was an alternative history. Before electricity. Where your do hat you guys remember like? Do you remember the year of Dragon Con when steampunk like really hit? <laughs> when I remember. When it I broke. remember. Yep. I remember one year it was like there was a little bit of it, and everyone was like. Oh, well, that's kind of, that looks cool. I don't yeah. know what this is, but this is cool. And then the next year, there was like a little more of it. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, it was like, enough! And I'm We're done! It was, it like, was like, the like so much. Everything is, is steampunk. Yeah. It's too much. Hey, um, it got crazy. Can I, too high. Sorry, I, I yelled. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I liked it. Before I feel we, the same way. Before we move on, let's do a little confession here. I don't know if I've ever... Confessions of a steampunk fan... <laughs> I like steampunk. I mean, who doesn't? It's cool. It's very cool. Is it? <laughs> it's not. not I had cool. a friend. Uh, I had a friend that I went to Dragon Con with one year. Like before, I was like really good friends with all the you know Ghostbusters community. Before I met you guys, and uh, he was like huge in the steampunk and built his own steampunk costume that just wasn't anything in particular, but just parts and stuff. And did he have a monocle? Oh, do they all have monocles? Don't they? Like, yeah, so I don't know. It was like it, it was a, it was a Dude, fucking Steve repainted Punk? Nerf gun and just like all the same hey, if bullshit you tw- that if they all have. If you're in steampunk with 2020 eyesight, you're ostracized from the steampunk community. <laughs> They're like, yes, he doesn't even need a monocle. He's got perfect vision. Remove well, him. It's just like, have you ever heard of like a? Uh, have you ever heard this thing that like when when people buy. People who ride motorcycles have like uh, these little bells that they hang from the motorcycle. If you ever go into like a Harley Davidson store or any kind of motorcycle shop, they sell these little bells and they're they're like protection bells. And and you're not supposed to buy your own. Like someone is supposed to buy it for you. I only know this because all my friends have motorcycles that I work with and shit. But um, I think monocles are the exact same way in the steampunk community. You get into steampunk. <laughs> Somebody has to gift you with a monocle, and until that happens, you're not actually a part of the community. It's like the flight suit. Yeah. I love it. Sure, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm trying to think. What are they? What? So, Jake, like we've told the story so many times about how you were worried about the first time in the Ghostbusters parade of DragonCon that you didn't have a uh, 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 a, a leg, leg hose. a leg hose. Like, what yeah. is the leg hose of the steampunk community? Is it like the little hat? It's a it's a Nerf gun. <laughs> it's a it's a repainted Nerf gun. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many. If repainted. you don't have your repainted Nerf gun, <laughs> you better get on it. You're not. Really part of the group. Yeah. <laughs> Craig, you went through a legitimate you have phase to have where at you... Least, you have to have at least five gears on your person at all times. you got to be able to <laughs> Listen, here's the thing, though. There's certain aspects of steampunk I appreciate. Like, I think... It looks... It does look cool. I think it, can, the, it can be really cool, for yes. sure. I think, like, Victorian... Aesthetic like furniture yeah. and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Is very cool. Craig's like Craig's like, I like Victorian couches. I Dude, do. We have a piece. Can we talk about the the, the steampunk piece it's in our not, collection? It's not it's like a pepper grinder or something. It's, not, it's something that has it's not one you've seen it, Jake. You've been inside our house. It's, it's in our kitchen. Grinder. It's a it's like a drill from the nineteen. Craig bought it from a flea market because he wanted to he wanted our living room to be steampunk. God fucking damn it. I'm going to leave. <laughs> and, and he put it in our cabinet. And he was, I remember he brought me in the, and he was like, this is, how do you feel about this? I was He's like, we could do something Craig, more steampunk. Craig's like, Craig's like, uh, <laughs> You come, Abby. You come up for work. Craig's like, close your eyes. He carry, carry, brings you into the kitchen. He's like, honey, oh, honey, we're steampunk now. <laughs> we're steampunk. And I just, I, I look in the mirror and I've got a little hat on. <laughs> I love it. I knew it. I knew we oh always were. God. He brought you into the bedroom. There was a monocle on the bed. Oh, the bed is a monocle. I'm wearing nothing but a vest. <laughs> Do we know enough about a button-up button vest? Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy <sighs> fucking shit. This I think is, we're done that recording. Was, that was the hardest I've ever laughed while recording. <laughs> I've been laughing. <laughs> Steampunk is fun. Hubby! <laughs> Get in here! Jacob! Steampunk! <laughs> Abigail, Jacob, report to the toy room. I've replaced all the toys with... Various elixirs <laughs> and medicine bottles. <laughs> Toys a child's play here. I have a Victorian baby casket. Oh, God. I live in it now. Craig, what are you doing with all these Nerf guns? Oh, Get they're not, they're oh. not Nerf guns not anymore. Nerf guns. Jacob. Jacob Welsh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. To the layman, you see Nerf gun, but I see a revolution. The future. A steam powered flagger blasting. <laughs> Holy fuck. I had to stop trying to drink. Oh. We, should pro- we should probably get back to uh, yeah. Comic Con. Hey, guys. Yeah. If we can do one fourth of that for our. Dra- like, <laughs> bring it to the goddamn panel. Here's the Dragon Con panel. Hey guys, remember that steampunk thing we did? And it just falls flat. I'm like, yeah, I got a hat on. <sighs> I think. Oh, I think if we have that conversation at DragonCon, then we're probably gonna yeah offend most of it's not Dragon gonna be, Con. Yeah, yeah, it's not gonna be. It won't be steampunk. <laughs> it'll be it'll be a, a a fucking Frankenstein with the the whole DragonCon, the whole crowd chasing us with pitchforks. Yeah, <laughs> outside of the Marriott. We're just oh my god! Holy shit! I love it. 
Well, I feel bad for anybody who this is your first episode. Enemies of the convention. Uh, or any of our listeners that really love yeah, steampunk. We're, yeah. Also, I no, like it. No, you can tell by listening to this that we also like it deep down. We should uh, very much like can it. Can this episode be called Honey, We're Steampunk Now? Honey, we're steampunk now. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say it without laughing. <laughs> hold on, real quick. I found an article. I found an article. Let's Let's just, hold on. We got a lot to cover. It's fine. I found an article called The Six Rules of Steampunk Fashion. And I just want to go through it real quick. Okay. Just really, like, very quickly. I'm going to choke. Number one. Um, steampunk fashion is a real-world reproduction of the clothing that is or could be found in steampunk literature. It's that simple. Yeah, if you know about steampunk literature. That's a rule. Is that a rule? Rule two. When in doubt... Dress Victorian and then add. I think that's where the Lego uh, or the fucking the Nerf gun comes in. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, oh, this that's is like none of this is even good. Steam- well, you got to keep going now. Steampunk fashion is about creating an outfit that delights the sen- senses, <laughs> entertains the wearer, and engages the viewer. What? Are- none, of that, I get it. <laughs> none of this. That's not a rule. Where's the steam? Keep going. Keep going. I skipped rule six. Oh, cargo pants. Cargo pants. Have fun and be yourself. Hey, guess what? This is the worst article of all time. Thanks, BuzzFeed. It just killed the segment. <laughs> Thanks for making steampunk lame. <laughs> God. <laughs> Only, of Funny? course, BuzzFeed could, uh, they should call it Buzzkill. Yeah, it ruins it. You guys ready to talk about the MCU? Yes. Hey, let's do it. We're getting our first MCU horror movie. When are we getting our first MCU steampunk movie? Fuck. Doctor Strange and the case of the uh, Zeppelin. The- Steam powered hat. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> MCU phase four reveals. Let's talk about it. Cool. So we're going to get to all of our trailer breakdowns after this, but there was so much Marvel news. <clears throat> and I'm going to say this right off the bat. I really love the MCU. I really love these movies. I love all of these characters. I have fallen in love with Ant-Man and Doctor Strange and the Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know who the Eternals are. Mm-mm. I don't. Mm-mm. I'm not going to pretend like I do. But, uh, man, there were some announcements. So I don't even know where to start because literally Saturday night, Jake, you were talking about it earlier. Yeah. It was just like, it was <clears throat> literally chaos. Yeah. It was like it was refresh, yeah. refresh. They had to all have hats on to distinguish what was going on. Yes, yes, <laughs> a lot. Well, they did give everybody um, Black Widow hats. I actually looked up okay. on on eBay. I, I guess Blade buy one. was the only one that got his own special hat. Oh, spoilers, no spoilers. Um, well, cool. So, what I'm going to do real quick, actually, Abby, you made a ranking of some sort. What did you do? Well, I feel like whenever, like, I feel like you always, when it comes to the MCU, you always ask Jake and I to rank things, like in order of what we care about or what we like most. So I ranked all the news. I think there's like 15 different pieces of like news information <clears throat> that okay. came out. Um, well, how about we start with this? Yeah, let's do that. There was a ton of reveals, right? Marvel basically laid out their entire phase four. That's going to be all of 2020 and 2021. It's starting with black widow, which is going to come out next May. Um, that's going to be the next chapter of the MCU. And then there's a ton of TV shows and movies to come. Mm-hmm. Out of everything that was unveiled, what do you care the least about? Because whatever that is, we're just not going to talk about it. 
because we need we need to x this out cool so not that it, none of it's bad it's all good but abby what did you care the least about a very bottom was the fantastic four um oh boy i, <laughs> I did not see this coming the, i don't i know the least about it so therefore i care the least and that's kind of how everything else at my bottom of my list is sorry jake but below that was the mutants announcement because i don't know anything <laughs> so the two the two most important uh announcements marvel well, made number one is guardians <laughs> of the galaxy volume three because so i love it here's the thing though in all fairness, they didn't really go into much detail about any of those things because mm-hmm. none of those have official announcements. So why don't we get that right off the bat? Yeah. Fantastic Four, Mutants, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, mm-hmm. all slated to happen at some point after 2021. Yeah, I have those as nebulous on my list. I have a core list of the 11 things that were like actual things. And my the at the bottom of that list, number 11 is the WandaVision show. I don't I I don't think I have to defend this. I don't very much care for either of those characters in particular. Um and I probably am not going to watch this. And I've made fun of Wanda when she calls him Viz and I feel like there's I just I don't care about it. So God, heartless. Yeah. Jake, what uh what do you care the least about? Uh any of the TV shows? Um the TV shows are just like it's hard for me. So, like, Marvel has this weird thing where <clears throat> a lot of times, a lot of the new announcements, unless you're a diehard fan of that comic, it's like, okay, I'm sure it will be – like, when Guardians of the Galaxy was announced, like, what did everybody think? Like, most people were like, okay, I'm sure it will be cool. And, like, now it's like it's your favorite thing. Mm-hmm. So, so it it's kind in. of the same thing. Like, right now – we might be like, okay, Eternals, whatever, whatever, Shang-Chi's coming out. I don't know what these things are. Yeah, exactly. They're going to come out, and then we're going to be like, oh, these are great. Yeah, but the um, list. Yeah. Loki, Shang, and the... I don't... Mm-hmm. I kind of don't give a shit about any of the TV shows. I'm probably not going to see... The only TV show that I am excited about is the animated What If show. All right, let's talk the, about that. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. The What If... Uh, Marvel and DC both um, have had what if comics, and I've always found those to be pretty fun because they're one off stories that are not canon and they're always kind of just ridiculous or, you know, they're just it's whatever it like whatever kind of story the writer wants to see, but there isn't any reason for that to happen in the real storylines. That's what the what if is. Um, This is going to be an animated show. There's a ton of huge like Marvel cast members coming back to do voices for it. Um, I'm guessing that it's going to be a uh, who did they the who who did they announce as the Watcher? Um, the uh, Bernard from uh, Westworld. Yes. So I'm guessing that these are going to be structured. The Watcher is a character who literally just watches over you know the universe and you know, writes these stories down and everything. And I'm assuming that the, the, it's just going to be him kind of telling the stories. Um, and he's great, but yeah, but just like, what if it's just, it's just a fun concept and it's a fun way to see things that wouldn't make sense in any other 
context yeah. of the movie. It is. I, I'm into it like 100. I like weird, like yeah. off the wall, like yeah. for no reason. And it's cool because like they de- they have all the actors coming back to do their voices. So like Chris Hemsworth, I didn't see Robert. I don't know if Robert Downey Jr. But like Paul Rudd, everybody, everybody. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I think Disney Plus is going to be a must-have streaming service between the Star Wars shows and the Disney shows, mm-hmm. the Marvel shows. Um, For sure. Abby, what was your number one? Besides Guardians, what was your number one? Number one was Thor Love and Thunder. I thought that the the image of that, like, it pops. It's It great. looks like Thundercats. Yeah, of. it's... The yeah, what the the font like in the colors are like I'm just into I was very much into Ragnarok, and the fact that Tessa Thompson is in that, and then they're bringing back um my girl Natalie Portman, which also just to go back to Tessa Thompson, isn't her character like confirmed bisexual? Which I just think is very very cool. Well, and she's I'm, bisexual. Yeah, yeah, she is. So yeah. I just think that's I just I'm, that, it's like my interest level peaks. I'm into it. Me too. I yeah. mean, it's like if I played a character, it's like, oh, your character's steampunk. Like, yeah, well, I'm steampunk. <laughs> so it's like... Well, Craig is steampunk. Um, what do we think about uh, oh, Jane coming back? To yeah, take I mean, the I mantle think that's of fine. Thor. Yeah. I think it's very cool. Didn't you read some I of I read com- some of the comics, too, which I forgot to mention. Yeah. Um, and I think that female Thor, I really enjoyed what I read. And I, I think that seeing... Chris Hemsworth and the female Thor, like, uh, and, and Valkyrie together. Like I'm, it's all going to be it's all good. exciting. So I'm very pumped. I'm kind of surprised that Natalie Portman's coming back. She kind of seemed over it. Like after the second one, mm-hmm. but I think the MCU's kind of become the, she's probably like, well, I could probably make $50 million. <laughs> like, yeah. What, yeah. What else is she doing? Dude, that's true. I love Natalie Portman. Yeah. I keep forgetting how good Annihilation, Annihilation is. Would be yeah, the yeah, last yeah. thing that I can mm-hmm. think of. Um, cool. So I'm excited about Thor. Listen, Thor Ragnarok, Taika Waititi, like, I mean, you can make an argument that's the best of the MCU. And the fact that he's coming back. It's up there for sure. Like, he was supposed to do that Akira movie, but it's getting pushed back now. So he's doing, um, he's doing Thor. Like, I'm writing, he's writing and directing the new Thor. Yeah. That's awesome. Do we have a release date for that? Um, November 5th, 2021. Okay. So it's a ways off. It's oh wow. I just got really sad. That's so long. <laughs> Two yeah. years from now, yeah. God, what are we gonna do that's for the next? That's the number one thing I'm looking forward to. It's like the furthest off. That's kind of that's sad. Well, cool. Well, why don't we do the rundown of everything and we'll mm-hmm. just give our because listen, there's we could take any one of these subjects and do a whole episode on them. So but we gotta get to these trailers and uh we're we're gonna have plenty of time to talk about all these movies. Uh, and TV shows as they get closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's talk about it. So first up, Black Widow. We got David Harbour, Rachel Weiss. It takes place after Civil War, which I think surprised a lot of people. I think a lot of people were thinking maybe it was going to be just a straight prequel that takes place well before the MCU. But there was some footage that leaked uh, from Comic-Con, and it does look like there's some flashbacks in there as well. Okay. So I have a feeling it's going to jump timelines. Uh we all uh, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. We all had to say goodbye to Miss Romanoff recently. Yeah, does Which it make? I think gives me increased interest in this movie because I didn't really feel much for her before Endgame. So okay, yeah, Jake, I I kind of just I'm sure the movie is going to be good, but I just you know Black Widow's never been one of 
my favorite characters. I think it's, I always think that I always think it's weird when a, when a franchise kills a character off and then immediately bring them back in some sort of way. So that almost cheapens, even though it's a prequel that kind of cheapens the, uh, the emotional weight of the death to me. Um, I will see it, but it's not a big, I don't care about it that much. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, to me, it's a, okay. It's a little bit weird to me that, you know, we had Avengers, then we had Spider-Man, and now we're not getting anything until Black Widow. So it kind of feels like the MCU is in a little bit of a holding pattern right now. Does it feel like I, – I kind of get a little – like just now thinking about it, looking at this lineup of what the next two years is, honestly, I did like Doctor Strange. I think he's a great character. Besides him – the only other thing that I am super excited for is Thor. And and Thor is the only – Thor and Doctor Strange are kind of the only, like, big connections to what we know is the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And it's almost like, oh, you're right. Like, we're not we're not going to get a Captain America or, or an Iron Man. Like, that's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And to Jake, me – I hate to break the news to you. <laughs> well, There's not going to be Captain America and Iron Man. But I mean, but the thing is that to me, besides Thor, none of these other characters or none of these other films are really like it's they can't really take the place of of Iron Man. And like to me, Captain Marvel doesn't quite I know they try to kind of set her up as to be maybe the next, you know, leader of the team or, or whatever. But it just to me, it doesn't feel like that. Like there's not enough. There hasn't been enough buildup to any of these new characters yet. When is the Black Widow? What's the timeline of that movie supposed to be taking place? It's after Civil War. After Civil okay. War, so before, uh, you know, before the events of Infinity War, okay. basically. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, Jake. I feel. I I feel like though, like. All of our classic characters are basically getting TV shows, right? So the remaining Avengers uh, yeah. are getting the, the TV show treatment. And listen, Abby kind of mentioned it. Like with Eternals and Shang-Chi, hardcore comic fans are familiar with those stories. I mean, John, your cable told me he was crying over the yeah. Shang-Chi announcement because of how important that comic was to him and his dad. So like they've got their fan bases, but mm-hmm. like guardians, this will be an opportunity for us to meet and fall in love with, uh, for sure for new characters. Yeah. And to be yep. honest, like with lowered expectations or almost none, which would be great. Exactly. And like the Eternals has a great cast. It's like Salma Hayek <clears throat> and Evan, uh, Evangeline Lily's not in it. She's in it. <laughs> uh, 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 drawing a blank. What's her name? Angelina, Angelina Jolie, Angela, Angelina Jolie, and uh, Kumal Nanjiari, who I really like. Yeah, he's great. And, uh, so Brian the, Tyree Henry. Yeah, great stuff, and I'm excited to see what they bring to the table and to see how it adds weight to the uh, to the Marvel universe. So um, cool. So Black Widow. Next up after that, fall of next year is going to be the Falcon and Winter Soldier TV show, which I'm actually really interested in because. Uh, Anthony Mackie, who plays uh, Falcon, was saying he he's already tried on that new Captain America suit. Oh wow! So That's cool. uh, yeah, so uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see how that uh, progresses. I feel yeah. like it's time for the Winter Soldier to like have his moment. <laughs> he's always just kind of 
either in the first couple movies, like killing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I think my favorite was, was it in Black Panther or in, I think it was in Black Panther when we, we he's like living in Wakanda. Yeah. And he just like comes out of that just little chopping shack. wood. Just chopping yeah. wood. Yeah, <laughs> it's like pastoral. Yeah, That's right? what they make. They're they're we're in Wakanda, the most technological advanced society in the world, and we're like, just make him chop the fucking wood. <laughs> Winter Soldier, you will chop the wood. Uh, cool. So that'll be fall of next year. Then Eternals will be November of next year. Uh, Shang Chi will follow up in February of 2021. Then you've got Wandavision. Let's talk about this Doctor Strange movie. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. What a title. Yeah. They're billing it as the first scary or horror-driven <clears throat> MCU movie. We'll see. I kind of rolled my eyes at that a little bit. But um Well, the, even the title is is a play on In the Mountains of Madness, yeah. which yep. is, you know, a very Love famous HP Lovecraft story. So and in the Lovecraftian kind of vibes kind of fit in with Doctor Strange. So mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's what's going to be. I'm, I'm into it. Me too. I put it yeah. uh, like as my second most anticipated thing on this list because yeah. I like that at, shit. Yeah, out of all the movies they announced, that is that is the that's one of the most interesting. So, things. Abby, mm-hmm. are you a cumber bitch? No, I don't know if I'd necessarily say that. I'm not adverse to him. I I do appreciate his like acting, and I think Doctor Strange is a very cool character. I like that he's like super duper smart and a collector, and like has fancy nice things in his house. He's and, great in Infinity War. Yeah, I, he is like very. Yeah, I think he kind of crept up in that movie for me. So, and also the fact that this is going to be like a horror driven, psychological, probably psychedelic type thing. I'm I'm very much into that. And hey, who when you start messing with the multiverse, not the way Mysterio mm-hmm. did, but like in a real way, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know. I kind of thought they were going to bring out Deadpool on this panel for some reason, but yeah. we'll see what happens with that. Anyways. Who knows? Um, <laughs> the Loki TV show will be after that. Um, we're going to learn what uh, what Loki is up to after... Tesseract. God, he's always stealing that Tesseract. Uh, <laughs> in the events of Endgame, uh, which again is kind of one of those things because Loki in the main timeline is dead, but now we get to kind of... <clears throat> play with that a little bit it maybe does it cheapen it or or what like yeah yeah for sure it does but it does but it's also a tv show so it's like a less to me it's less and it's just less important they do that with like phil or the agent that they killed and and then like agent colson colson yeah Yeah. colson like brought him back in a tv show that no one really cared about (laughs) no one no one cared hey so maybe if it doesn't affect there's people who watch Agents of Shield, they just don't who? Yes, have some podcast. Name one. All of Troy Benjamin. Troy Benjamin. Does he? He wrote a couple books about. You think it. he has? Oh, sorry, Troy. Good for him. <laughs> sorry, Troy. Good job, Troy. <laughs> Keep doing it. All right. Troy's coming on. Yes, have yeah, some. Yeah, we love him. Make that money. <laughs> we do love him. We do. I do. He's a great dude. Um, all right. Then we've got the Hawkeye Show 2021. I know our friend Ryan Dole is very excited about Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. loves Hawkeye. I liked Hawkeye a lot insane. more in, in Endgame, much like Black Widow. I thought he was because like, he was killing, killing people, fucking killing people. <laughs> yeah, That's he was cool. like John Wick in that movie. Yeah, I liked it, and you get it. <laughs> he had a cool haircut. Oh, it was the coolest. So cool. God, was it cool? So we talked about Thor, and then um, they did the big announcement with um, Mahershala Ali who is uh, from True Detective mm-hmm. and Green Book, incredible actor, and he's fucking playing Blade. 
And did you guys hear the story how this came about? No. Mm-mm. He called after he won the Oscar. He called Kevin Feige and asked for a meeting at Marvel. It said, "I want to play Blade." That's <laughs> so funny. And they that's were like, good. "All right, I All guess right. we we'll do Blade." Dude, that's. <laughs> I didn't that's know that. So funny. But that means to me, that's a really good sign that the that's movie cool. might be really like, yeah, that good. I'm gonna try that. Yes. I'm gonna call Eric tomorrow at Ghost Core, and I'll be like, Eric, I want to play Vengman's son. <laughs> I want to be Melnitz's <laughs> daughter. Okay, I just did yours. I want to be. Yeah, you, you want to steal my joke? I just did. The you want to do the thing. steampunk thing again? I admitted it. It's because you made me steampunk. Get in here. We're steampunk now. <laughs> oh, All right. I'm a lot of steam. So yeah, I'm excited. Let's talk about Blade. Uh, Jake. Do you like those original Blade movies with uh, Wesley? Snipes? Um, they're fun. Uh, I, I I don't. I'm not sure that I ever even have seen the third one. Um. They're fine. Like they're they're fun. I I like uh, one of the things I really like about them is you can read all the really weird stories about how by the time they got to the third one, Wesley Snipes was really like mad and annoyed about things, and he was very petty on set. And there's a scene where, um, Blade is. This is like a famous thing, and you can go watch a YouTube video of it, and it's very apparent. There's like a scene where I don't know if he dies or something happens to Blade and they're bringing him. They're kind of waking him up or bringing him back. And the scene calls for him to open his eyes. It's like him on a table and they're like, you have to, you know, you're waking up, open your eye. And and Wesley Snipes was just he was like, nope, not going to do it. So if you go back and watch that scene. They CGI'd his eyes open, and it's really weird looking. Um, I I can't remember off the top of my head what caused him to. There was a reason this taxes. Pat, there was some sort of. There was a reason that he was being like this on set. Yeah. But um, there's there's like you can just read articles of how he was acting in they in one, see, and I think that last movie. But um, they CGI'd him. They CGI'd him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like the first Blade. I don't think I ever saw the other ones, but those movies are cool. And I know those comics have a cult following. And yeah. it's kind of cool to see Marvel break off and to do something a little bit, you know. It's, yeah, it's just different. weird. Think It's weird thinking that that's going to be a part of the MCU now and, and could, you know, what kind of crossover they're going to end up. Like, I, I, I don't see Blade being like in the Avengers, you know, when we get to another Avengers film. But like there's going to be some sort of crossover or, you know, reference to other movies. And <laughs> they're like that's quite cool to me. Thanos returns. He's like, I will not fight Thanos as aliens unless they're vampires. That's my rule. <laughs> um, I, uh, all right, well, real quick before we get into this fuck budget, cause I know we're already going long. Let's talk about, uh, they teased fantastic four and he, this has been the debate. Kevin Feige said mutants, do we think they're developing a movie called Mutants, or was he no. just referring to the X Men universe? He's re- mutants. Yeah, he's referring to the X Men. It. They're not going to make a movie called Mutants. That doesn't make any fucking sense. It's. He's. I imagine. I imagine we're probably going to start seeing mutants sprinkled in all of these other films in some way or another, even if they're not actual members of the X Men. Um. It's probably. I don't know, like when he when when he did this other announcement, 
about like, you know, Guardians is coming. All these other movies are coming. I don't know if these are they, they weren't very clear about the timeline. Are those all strictly not happening until 2022 or what? The X-Men movie is probably they're probably working on it. It's probably very far down the line. So I think he was just saying like, hey, Fantastic Four is happening. Mutants are happening. That's all he was saying. We will see. Yeah. Okay. It's a really good opportunity to bring back Chris Evans to the MCU in Fantastic Four. <laughs> Make it happen. Okay, let's get a hashtag going. Make Chris Evans fantastic again. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, I like it. There is a lot of people. I don't I know if this it. is a real rumor, but um, uh, oh god, I'm such a. Why do I do this? Who's the? Was the leader of the X Men? What's his name? Not the X Men. X. God, Xavier. Damn it. Charles no, Xavier. I fucked up. Fantastic Cyclops. No, oh. I know all uh, the X Men. Mister Fantastic. Yeah, but what's his real <laughs> name? Reed Richards. Yes, there are people who are <laughs> clamoring for Keanu Reeves to play Reed Richards. Oh, I'll be into that. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I would be into yeah, that. I'd be into Keanu Reeves doing anything. And Agent Smith could play the other three, and it's actually a Matrix movie. <laughs> oh, it's just a Matrix sequel. Yeah, cool. Trinity, help! <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. We're so steamboat now. <laughs> they yeah. What'd you say? What'd you that, say? They're steampunk in the new direction. <laughs> the new Matrix. Honey, Trinity? Trinity, Trinity, get, get in, in here. here. We're steampunk now. <laughs> it's like he uh, Neo puts on like a steam powered like rocketeer sh- thing on his back, and he's like he doesn't even need it because he can fly, but he just does it for aesthetics. Like instead of the little uh, flip phone, he's got like a rotary dial like, <laughs> handle phone. Yeah, yeah. They're looking for the payphone in the Matrix. They're like, yes, Morpheus, give me back, please. Neo, the red monocle or the blue monocle? <laughs> One will power all of your steam dreams. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I don't have anything else. Fuck budget. Welcome yeah. to the Nebuchadnezzar, the greatest Zeppelin <laughs> in the Matrix. <laughs> Oh, I had to look up Nebuchadnezzar. I couldn't remember what that goddamn ship That's, was called. Is that actually the name? Yes. That's the dumbest fucking name hey, ever. Hey, it's, 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 you're absolutely right. So listen, guys, here we do it. Here we do it. Here we do it. Sorry. I'm, gonna, <laughs> here we I'm do over it. here obsessing trying to think of it. There is no spoon, but here I can't. Here we do it. I can't. There is no spoon. There is no spoon uh, device that I can't. What Powered by steam to help you eat. What are you doing there? I, I don't know. That's what I came up Just with. Just yell Oracle. We'll be Oracle. Done. Shh, okay. Shh. okay. Done. All right. It's time for the yes, have some. Monocle. Fuck budget. I don't. Yes, we're changing it to the monocle. Uh, welcome, everybody. Sorry, I'm done. I'm going to stop. Should we stop? Are we taking it too far? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, Probably. We have the fuck budget. It's going to be a special fuck budget this week. We usually take five topics and movies and toys, break them down. Jake and Abby each allocate fuck bucks. They only have ten fuck bucks to spend over all Five topics. This week we're doing five trailers that were released at San Diego Comic Con. 
it worked out perfectly. Are you two ready? Yeah. Yep. I'm ready. Number one. I'm ready. The second trailer for It Chapter 2 was released. It is the sequel to It Chapter 1. Directed by Andy Muschietti, starring a whole host of people, including Bill Hader and Jessica Chastain. I know you guys are big It fans. Jake, when it yep. comes to the Chapter 2 trailer, how many fucks did you give? Um, I gave it three fucks. Um, I think this trailer looks really it This has been the best trailer so far, I think. It's very intense. Um, it's got this really weird but fun, like voiceover from Pennywise, which is fucking weird. They show part of the Adrian Mellon scene. There's all sorts of just quick flashes of like, I had to pause and and try to catch so many scenes because I was like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is that? This is this the kid with the skateboard from the book? Is that which it is? Mm-hmm. I was like, is this you know? Is this the smoke hole scene? This is the smoke hole. Like this is Pennywise's lair. What? Like there's so much shit in that trailer. It looks so. It looks very good to me. Like I liked the first half. Um, I may I I have maybe cooled on it a little bit. I haven't seen it in a while. I still like it. But I there I, I do when I go back and watch it. There are a few things here and there that I'm like, well, I wish they would have done this, or I wish it would have. I still wish it would have been more like the book. This this half looks really good to me. This trailer looks great. This is a good trailer. Yeah. Uh, if we're jumping to me, do I it. agree with you, Jake. But I gave it more fucks. I gave it five fucks. Oh, because like you just said that you cooled on it, and I feel like I'm like heating up. But the more that I watch it, like yeah. I get more excited. And I found myself, I watched this trailer like over a long weekend of work when I was like kind of bumming out and it, it made me feel better and got me excited about mm-hmm. this movie. And the fact that I think the Chinese restaurant like is my favorite part of the book almost. It's great. Probably, yeah. yeah. It's part of the old 1991, the miniseries. Like, so seeing that and seeing the, the fish in the aquarium and like just know, knowing what happens in there and just, that's my favorite part about it is like that the need for them all to be drawn back together like in that second half and I'm really excited about this movie. I didn't think that the first um trailer it wasn't my type of trailer because it did have such a Same. long extracted scene from it which to me is kind of like labor intensive and like takes away f- I, I want I don't want to see everything like for the sake of yeah, me being Yeah, I don't want to see a whole scene as yeah, well as true. Cuz yeah. I'm going to tune out a little bit when I'm watching it for the first time if I've already seen that whole scene. So this was a uh, I love the voice over. I even loved Pennywise's part. I loved the presence of Mike Hanlon being more in the in just in a role more and in present more because he's such a big character in the book. And I know you've mentioned that you love him too. So I'm excited about that. Jessica Chastain, I'm really into uh, her portrayal of Bev and the stuff with her and the blood and whatever that monster thing is, like when she's being pushed underwater. Yeah, in the all water. It's fucked up. Um, and whatever that the new stuff with like the carnival and the House of Mirrors is. I watched it again today, and it's some of the most claustrophobic, like, dream, nightmarish material, like, seeing the, that kid get trapped and then seeing Pennywise's tongue appear on the wall and like or on the, the glass wall. It's like, oh, my, I, I thought that was just, I want to see it because that's new. That's Andy Muschietti's stuff. That's going to be a departure from the book, um, but I'm into it. So, five fucks. I'm so. trying not to, I'm, tr- I'm trying to kind of temper my expectations a little bit because, um, you know, when the first, when the first half came out and I didn't really have too many problems with it, but when the first half came out, 
I was hoping for something more accurate to the book. And in some ways it is more accurate to the book. Um, but then again, there are some things that you're just like, well, why didn't they do that? Like, why didn't they do this from that's always going to be an issue. There have been so many, I've seen so many reviews, not really reviews, but like there has been a lot of, uh, lines coming out where they have said like, Hey, fans of the book are going to be, shocked or, or like, you know, they're, they're saying that the second half is going to have more book, uh, book specific things. And that is great. And in, in, in what you mentioned about Mike Allen is another thing that really surprised me. And, uh, I liked about the trailer is that character is barely in the mo- in the first movie. Mike is barely there. Mm-hmm. He is my favorite character in the book. And one of the, the most important characters of the entire book and it does seem like we're going to get a little more Mike and, but I'm also like trying not to get too hyped up for, for that. And then see the movie and be like, Oh, well it's, it's kind of just like the first one. It was, you know, but yeah, you're actually, but I'm going to be excited. Like I'm, I'm excited to see it no matter what, like the, the, that kid that's in the trailer, um, that's like trapped in the fun house. That Mm -hmm. is all completely, you know, that scene is made up, but there is a, there's a little, there is like a small interaction that Bill has with a kid when he comes back to Derry yeah, in the yes. book. And it's a fun little, like, it's like, it's like one of the moments of like, you kind of feel good about what's happening. He has mm-hmm. this conversation with a kid and, uh, he tells the kid, like the kid's on a skateboard and he's like, Hey kid, you gotta be careful. And the kid's like, you can't be too careful on a skateboard. And that's yeah. just like such a perfect line. Yeah. You know, and, uh, uh, I think it was, I don't know if it was Andy or if it was posted in a photo somewhere, but someone posted a behind the scenes photo of Andy speaking to that kid and he has a skateboard in his arm. Uh, and I'm like, they're going to put that. I was like, that's in the movie that, that maybe that's in the movie. So yeah, that that's like such a weird scene that you would, if you were making a movie based on a book that's, you know, 1200 pages, that's something you could leave. Like that's something you could leave out. Yeah, you know, it's, it's something that you're like, this isn't so important that it needs to be in there, but the fact that it's in it there possibly isn't there is really cool because that's some of the best stuff in the book. I remember that scene specifically, like as you're talking about it, the kid with the skateboard, and that's such a yeah. good line and such a good way to look at life. And it's really cool to think that that's going to be a little tidbit that's put in there. Yeah. Um, but I think I, I don't want to get too overhyped. We've all been there with many movies in the past, so yeah. I don't have to name them. But I, I am excited, but I probably right. want to keep it a little bit more chill i i honestly don't know i'm reading uh doctor sleep right now and part of me wants to go back and like i don't know pick up the second half of it a little bit if there's going to be some little tidbits because yeah i want to be fresh yeah i mean i did that before i read all of it before the first movie came out and i think that's always i've done that with a lot of stephen king books i've read the book first and then watched the movie and I think that's kind of a bad idea because 90% of the time the book is better and that's not, and that's not saying anything bad about the movies. It's just, you know, when you, when you don't have a time limit yeah. well, I take you know, everything and, back. and you have your, you have your own imagination to draw off of. It's like the books yeah. are, I was talking like I was talking with a friend about reading it or going back and reading some of the stuff that I highlighted before part two. And they were like, that's probably not a great idea. You, you, it might cause you to come out a little disappointed. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I guess so. You know what? I'm going to take that as advice. And I'm just not going to read it. Just don't do it. Just throw it away. Do it. Don't do it, man. Cool. So that's cool. five to three. Mm-hmm. I watched the trailer too. 
Uh, <laughs> were you even in the room for this conversation that just happened? Or did you get up and go pee? Uh, I was. Uh, I was. He was making. Uh, can we? Because we're all going to make a joke about steampunk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to say. I was fixing his my, hat. Yeah. Anyways, uh, cool. We'll, we'll move on. It's fine. Cool. I, I thought the trailer was fine. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> you can say. You have any? I give it one fine. <laughs> Uh, next up, Jay and Silent Bob reboot the long-awaited, almost didn't happen because Kevin Smith had a big old heart attack, mm-hmm, he survived, mm-hmm. and an angel touched him on the shoulder and told him... About veganism? To be vegan mm-hmm. and to make Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah. Uh, we got the trailer, Red Band trailer, Filthy. Abigail, Ooh. they debuted it. Yeah. You love Kevin Smith. Do, I sure do. How many fucks? Two fucks. Two solid fucks. And I still have a lot of other categories to disperse my fucks throughout. So I know. I really, this is technically my second most cared about um, topic. Spoilers. Yeah. I almost you just said, gave away all your fucks. I, I did. I'm going to take that back now. Um, yes, this is a trailer that gets me excited. I am obviously obsessed with Harley Quinn Smith. I've talked about it. So seeing her playing um, Millennium Falcon, which is a great name, and seeing all the other... Um, cameos i guess like val kilmer and ben affleck and rosario dawson and chris hemsworth it was like i'm sure i okay do i think that there's probably 30 percent of this movie that's going to need to be cut out and probably we could all do without yeah there may be a few uncomfortable moments and jokes that don't land but i love kevin smith i love his relationship with harley quinn smith i loved yoga hosers in spite of the fact that it wasn't a perfect movie so i'm i'm just giving this a lot of uh excitement and uh I love Jason Mewes, and I'm just excited that, that Kevin Smith is still around and that he's doing his thing and that Jay and Silent Bob are going to be back. And I hope it is better than anticipated. Either way, I'm going to be there. And I would like to be there for the tour that they're doing, like, around the country for, like, they're doing, like the, they do for their podcast. The road show. The road show. I yeah. want to do that. But it's, like, Craig and I were looking on the website today, and I think it's a little expensive. And the first show sold out, so we'd have to go to like at 11 o'clock. Yeah, they added a late show. Yeah. Um, Jake, how many fucks? Um, I gave it one, and I'm going to be honest. It almost got zero for me. Um, I like Kevin Smith, and I'm really glad he's still making movies. Um, I think he is very funny. He's very talented. He's very entertaining to listen to. But um, I don't think... I have watched a Kevin Smith movie and been thoroughly enjoyed all the way through it since clerks too. I just don't, I think that was the last time I watched a movie and, and really liked it. I feel like clerks two and earlier feel like one Kevin Smith and like Zach and Mary forward feel like a completely different Kevin Smith. And this trailer um, I'm going to see it. I hope it's funny. Nothing in this trailer was funny to me. Like nothing in this trailer was like, it was almost to me, almost felt cringy to me. I don't know. It looks very bad. Um, but I'm going to give it a chance because I think Kevin Smith is a, is a really great talented <laughs> dude. And I've, you know, spent, most of my life watching his films and I, and I hope it's great. I think it's tough with this because I enjoyed the trailer, but it was literally exactly what I thought. Like, I don't have any preconceived notion that like 
you remember like when's the last time you watched Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? Like when I was in high when that movie came out, I was a senior in high school. And yeah. we all like lost our mind for it because it was like, dude, Jay and Silent Bob finally got their own movie, and it was just like cameos and like inside jokes, and mm. we loved it. But if you revisit it, it's really not. It's not great, right? But that th- this trailer though feels like the bootleg version of that. It feels like the reboot like of it. Like it's even water. Uh yeah, I don't know. Like I'm I did chuckle multiple times in the trailer and I have a feeling listen, trailers are trailers. They're not always very indicative of what the movie ends up being. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but you know, we'll see. Like I yeah, I, I, I mean that Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I I th- I think it's going to be fun and entertaining and it'll just be like it, it'll just it's not really it's not even getting like a wide release that's it's, what i was gonna it's ask a fathom you. event yeah <laughs> like it's gonna be uh I, i'm honestly surprised it's being made and did you guys see so you guys know the story of clerks three like they were gonna make it and then uh jeff anderson who plays randall refused to do it so they weren't gonna make it mm-hmm. yeah kevin smith announced yesterday that he's rewriting it he's taking another stab at clerks three with the hopes mm-hmm. of he said that uh, he he said that when he wrote the first script for Clerks Three, it was a little bit of a darker time in his life, and it kind of it's kind of a dark movie, and it's kind of about death. Uh, and he says he's in a new place, so he's going to try to do. He's still going to try to do Clerks Three, which it's really cool. And like, at the other, hand, it kind of sucks for Kevin Smith because I feel like he's at a point in his career where for him to get movies made, they're going to have to kind of be like nostalgia based or continuations of stuff he's already done. Like he kind of had his chance to do his own original stuff and none of it really panned out. Although Jake, when's the last time you watched that movie Jersey girl? Um, when it came out, it's great. I love that movie. Like I, I know people gave it a lot of shit at the time, but I always thought it was pretty good. And like, then he did that movie with like Bruce Willis and like or whatever, and like it just didn't work. Yeah, uh, it's it's weird to me because like when you think about movies like you know like Dogma and and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, like those Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back was in the th- that was a big movie when it came out. Like those his earlier film, you know, Zach and Mary was in the theaters. Those were big budget mm-hmm. movies, and now it's like after he did, um, excuse me, after he did, I guess it was was a Cop Out. Is yeah, that the name yeah. of that movie? It's After that, yeah. it did bad, but then he started doing these really small, you know, that's when he did like Tusk and right. almost like uh, a pet project. He started doing all these really smaller. What was the movie after Tusk? The like horror movie? Red State. Red State. Those movies, I, I think Tusk is a pretty fun movie. I, I thought it was cool. I've only seen it once, but like Tusk, Red Straight, Red State, and Yoga Hosers, they don't seem like kept, they're not. Kevin Smith, they don't seem like the kind of Kevin Smith movies that I think he got, maybe he had like a confidence issue or something. And like, he Dude, kinda... I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what it is that happened. I, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. All I, all I know was I enjoyed all of his movies up until I think Zach and Mary, and then something happened mm. and it just kind of, I, it I feel completely like I like switched Zach gears and Mary. to me. Do we not Zach like Zach and Mary? I liked it when I first saw it. I rewatched it on Netflix a while back, and to me, it did not hold up. Okay, I'm not sure how it would hold up for me. I remember laughing at it and enjoying it when I saw it for the first time. But I, 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 
did I think Kevin Smith had a shift. I think that, but I I still he started like he started him. smoking weed now his movies. <laughs> Is that yeah? I mean he did. I mean like that's not I'm not saying anything bad about people who do that. I don't care. But literally he started smoking weed during Zach and Mary. Okay. And I have not liked any of his movies. Focus. Well, I mean, there's a chance. I don't know. Yeah. That's such a weird. That's such a weird way to look at it. And that's just a. That's not. I don't actually yeah, think that. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. He's just his movies are different now. Than it's how they so used to be. weird to think about because, like, hey, we've talked. We, we won't. We're about to move on, but like, you know, Kevin Smith and Tarantino were like looked at in like the same. Vain mm-hmm. when they like it was like look at these mm-hmm. up and coming indie filmmakers doing really interesting stuff and uh, yeah different traje- trajectories for sure yeah. for sure um, yeah all right well cool fuck it yeah hey they still here's do the f- hoping he didn't lose his edge here's hoping that I it's understand. the greatest film of all I hope, time I hope it's so fun like I still I would love to see it like I'll, I'll I would like to see a clerks three like I'd be into that I I want it to be good James Hall and Bob are always fun and maybe that's the part maybe that's the part that I that I'm missing you know like I'm sitting here saying like I haven't really loved one of the movies since clerks and that's maybe it's because he's gotten out of that universe like all these movies hey. have just been other things Maybe yeah. this is what I need. To- I'd like to blame that rather than weed. But, He's got Ben yeah. Affleck back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and there's something to be said for, like, losing your edge a little bit when you do get, like, wealthy and famous. You don't have those issues because he wrote Clerks and did all that, like, to get out of that position. Yeah, to get out of poverty. Necessary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when you're hungry for it, it's going to – you have a, like, sarcastic, dark, fun edge. Let's move on. Cool. Next up, The Danger Zone. The yeah. Need – Oh, the speed. I got the need. Top Gun. Playing with the boys. Who's Fire. first? Jake, how many fucks? Zero. All right. All Abigail, right. how many fucks? One fuck. <laughs> uh, Jake, do you, what is your, what is your reasoning here? Um, I just didn't, I mean, I, I, I saw the first Top Gun for the first time last year and I just, I just did not, it's just not my kind of movie. It is interesting. Just don't like, care. Like I think Tom Cruise is fine. Like he he's done a lot of good stuff, and uh, and just like nothing about that movie. It's really interesting. I like it's not I, my thing. I also did not see Top Gun for the first time until like two weeks ago. Um, I really liked it because I'm steampunk now. <laughs> but I actually really liked it. But it is weird. Like there is a huge nostalgia for this movie but i feel like there's that dividing line like some kids like gremlins and ghostbusters and some kids like top gun are you you putting transformers and top gun in the same like group of people yeah no not transform like top i feel like they're talking about people who like machines and vehicles no like people kids in third grade who had lamborghini posters like top gun I was like, okay. I don't. I was. I'll like, have you know that in the third grade, I had a Lamborghini poster because I used to go to the car show in Atlanta and I would collect all the posters and take them home because they were free and I like to collect things. So maybe that's why I like Top Gun. Probably. I'm giving this a fuck. Also, Tom Cruise was possibly my first ever crush. I was obsessed with this movie when I was little. Um, I went back and rewatched it with Craig, and it doesn't. I, I get why you don't like it, Jake. It doesn't have like violence or sci-fi appeal or like a lot of things that would no monsters there's not there's nothing that really would draw the 
either of us maybe I, I i'm not trying to stereotype you you know what i'm saying like it doesn't have that it's it's about the military kind of which is definitely not an interest of mine but i do have a nostalgic tie to this from childhood and i feel like this was a really good trailer um and it was well cut and if you were a fan of top gun i feel like this would get you excited i will um, say this so i'm excited to see it for any franchises making legacy sequels if you want to get your fan base excited Look at the Top Gun trailer. Like, but, go ahead. No, go for it. You're good. I just, I, I, uh, I have, I've seen a lot of people say they really love the trailer. Um, the trailer is ninety percent just an airplane flying around. I'm like, but that's why they like the movie. That's why they like. Is Top that Gun. like it? The trailer is ninety percent just an airplane flying around, so they don't have to show you how bad the movie actually is. Jake's like. Yeah, it'd be a lot cool if a fucking monster jumped out and fucking tore that. Or if there's any, there's nothing in it. There's like, there's, I think there's like three lines of dialogue that are all completely out of context. One liners. I'm like, there's no, there's no plot here. It's just an airplane with Tom Cruise in it. It looks like they're going to redo the first movie and hit all the same notes. Cause when I was watching it, I was like, these are all scenes that are out of the first movie, but it looks like they're just re. Hey, if there's beach volleyball, I'm down. I like the beach volleyball. I still, that's, I think it's, I'll see it. Here's Val Kilmer more than Tom Cruise in top gun. He's in it somehow. Yeah. All right. (laughs) He's it. God, he's in two of the five movies we're talking about. This is here. the Val Kilmer fuck budget. <laughs> Next up, The Saint. All right. Uh, uh, I lost my fuck budget. It's Picard. Picard. Yes, Picard. I can't do a Patrick Stewart impression. Who's the leader of the X Men? Anyways, uh, <laughs> next up, we got the full trailer for Picard, the brand new Star Trek show, The Return of Patrick Stewart. Guys, I'm excited about this one, but I also had a revelation about the Next Generation Star Trek series this week. I'll save that till after this. Abigail Gardner, how many fucks? Uh, well, I gave this one fuck. I I definitely love Patrick Stewart. I uh, the Next Generation is my favorite of the Star Trek. I like how we've, we're now calling it instead of calling it Star Trek TNG or Star Trek Next Generation. <laughs> we've both referred to it as Star. The next generation. It's fine. Like, I, I've watched a lot of uh, Next Gen, and I really like it. And I am excited to see some of the characters return. Um, I know that we tried to watch one of the... Didn't Star Trek return on CBS All Access? And we kind of started it. Discovery. Discovery. Didn't I really hear it's good, through. though. Yeah, this is one that I watched I feel- it on the plane home from... Uh, well, or on the plane it? on the way to California. Did you like it? I, I it was okay, but the first two episodes were so dramatic mm. um, that it was like it just felt so heavy. Yeah, I feel like maybe I feel like maybe if I if I were to kept watching and gotten to the point, you know how Star Trek has like plenty of like you know heavy and and real episodes, yeah. and then there's plenty of like more like the, lighthearted the, stuff. The, yeah, I'm on the lighthearted side. Like I like what the took- first the first two episodes of Discovery are like a. Uh, you know, it's like a, a two-parter episode, and it's just like war. Someone important's dying. Like what? You know, the cap, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was really like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. I, my favorite episodes of Next Gen are like when they go on the holodeck, or yeah, when Picard takes a vacation and is wearing that really short bathing suit <laughs> and hooks up with that girl. I like those are my, and I like, I just, I like when Riker's 
hooking up with people too. I like the episodes that aren't quite as serious. And so I don't know. This show looks like it's going to be very serious and it's following. Um, I don't, I don't know. Hopefully it'll be great. I'm, I'm giving it one fuck. Have you gone yet? Jake, Jake how many fucks? Well, I'm, I'm giving it five fucks Whoa. because, uh, Star Trek next generation is, is, is not only hands down the best Star Trek series out there. It's just one of the best TV shows, period. Like it is such a good, like we, we talked about this on our desert Island episode, um, which is a Patreon exclusive. Um, that show is, it's just great. Like it's, there's so everybody on that show is like, they're all Patrick Stewart is such a good actor. He is the best captain there has ever been. That show is full of like heart. It's very funny. It's touching when it needs to be. Groundbreaking. Yeah, exactly. And data and captain Picard are arguably the two best characters in the star Trek universe. They have a very good, those two actors are very, very like they work very well together. They have such a balanced like relationship. And I don't, I don't know how long ago that ended, but they're, they're both of them are coming back and I'm sure, I'm sure we're going to see probably almost every cast member from fucking next generation. Hey, you know what? I guarantee you Wesley Crusher's coming back Only to join this fucking at. crew. Only but, to be yeah, told to so. shut up. I don't care. I want to see it. I, I, it does. I mean, I, of course, part of me is nervous that it's not going to live up to how good next generation is. And it does look like it's going to be quite a different show, but the, the movies that they made after next generation were a little disappointing as like most of the star Trek movies were at that period of time. The the fact that we're going to see, you know, captain Picard continue and, and get to, you know, do some more stuff and like kick ass and hang out with data again. And that's exciting to me. Yeah. They confirmed that Riker and Deanna Troy are going to be on the show. Um, yeah. And I think Riker, I think, uh, uh, I think the guy who plays Riker is even going to be directing some episodes. He directed Jonathan some Franks. of Jonathan Franks. Yeah. yeah. He directed some of, you know, next generations. So. Yeah. Cool. Um, that's cool. so I love Deanna Troy. Here's my star Trek next generation convention. I've watched a ton of it. I've probably seen 50 episodes. Yeah. I never know what's going on. I, cause I, I, I always mentally check out and I just kind of like, I, I literally need to start from the beginning. If you they, asked well, me one thing that happened on that show, I'd be like, Worf has a son. The thing, the thing that I really like about star Trek and especially the old star Trek is whenever they, when there's so many star Trek, uh, next generation and deep space nine, both did this very well. Whenever there's so many seasons of it, just the fact that like, it's more fun watching a show like that when every episode is its own storyline. Yeah. Like sure, sure there there's things where they have like an ongoing Borg thing which they're bringing all the Borg stuff back for this show which is great, but there's always kind of that ongoing storyline, but Star Trek is a very very episode to episode show. And when you do stuff like that, you get all of these weird episodes where it's like, "Hey, you know what? This week on Star Trek, we're 100% you know, talking about Worf or this episode, it's all going to be about data's brother, you know, or like mm-hmm. weird hey, shit like that. How about and the it, episode uh, where, uh, where, uh, something happens and, and it goes like 15 years in the future and Riker loses his memory. And, uh, 
he comes back and he's the captain now and they show Patrick Stewart's the admiral and Mm -hmm. Patrick Stewart's 15 years older and all they did was give him like a weird goatee. (laughs) He looks like (laughs) fucking Mortal Kombat character. Yeah. Um, I love that. There's this great series of episodes where like, uh, like Moriarty from Sherlock Holmes is a main villain in the Star Trek Next Generation yeah. because his his character in the holodeck has like become sentient and like realizes that he's in a computer simulation. Yeah. So he's like always trying to get out of the holodeck. It's <laughs> such a weird thing, Dude. but like what about um I love the holodeck. Yeah, it's fun. Hey. I'm excited. It's like, oh, we have all these 1920s costumes. So one thing I'm a little bit concerned <laughs> about Robin Hood stuff like that. There's literally an episode where Jordy like pro- he has a crush on this woman, so he programs a yeah. version of her into the holodeck that loves him. Yeah. Dude, that happens a lot. Addiction <laughs> in the holodeck. There's a whole episode yeah, where that one it happens guy a keeps- lot. He like makes them all subservient to him, which is a lot like that Black Mirror episode. He makes every he makes him smarter than everybody yeah. because he's it's a uh, Barkley. There's always like weird shit happening dude. to Barkley. That's, that's so the dude who how, like got stuck in the on. transporter. How, how addicted would yes have some be to the holodeck if oh we were on the Enterprise? I'd be in like we would go to Toys R Us. We would. <laughs> I was just about to say we would be at Olive Garden I'd in the be, holiday. No, I'm going to fucking Universal Studios in 1993, <laughs> 1994, seeing the shit I didn't get to see. Yeah. I um I hope that the new show can capture some of what we're talking about. Because yeah, it, me, the, me the the, the yeah. trailer's pretty dramatic and serious feeling. Mm-hmm. Um so hopefully it'll have that uh that silly that Whatever that is that we're touching about. Hey, we'll have to have Chase Ambrose on the show to tell his Q story from Dragon Con. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, that's always Bonus a good one. Content. Sure. Boner content. Whoa. All right. So. It's next gen. Can I tell my next gen story? What's your next gen story? About the text I accidentally sent my mom. Oh, yeah. You got to tell I this. thought I texted. This happened a couple of years ago. I was watching Next Generation while wrapping Christmas presents, and I meant to text Craig Goldberg, but I texted my mom uh, the following text. Well, you know that all everyone on TNG is just down to fuck. <laughs> And, so, and my mom was like, what? And I was like, mom, first of all, it's true. So that's why I said it. Everyone is down to fuck. And second, I was like, mom, I'm sorry. That was for Craig. <laughs> it's just great. That's amazing. I know. That's funny. It's good. I think it's good. What I did is I sent a whole barrage of texts to my mom so it backed that up. Oh, yeah. She'll so never she, go back. She'll never, she won't go back. Don't scroll. Dude, if they could come out with an app that lets you delete other people's text that you sent That'd retrieve a text re- retriever yeah a text retriever text retriever um all right cool sharks okay. <laughs> last up watchmen <clears throat> yes this is going to be the new series being done by damon lindelof mm-hmm. on hbo it is a follow-up to the comics it's not a follow-up to the movie it is a follow-up to very, very famous, influential, monumental comic book series, Watchmen. Jacob Walsh, you saw the mm-hmm. trailer. Yeah. How many fucks? Mm-hmm. Well, I only have one fuck left, and um, and th- and that's what I gave it. Um, I thought you'd be like, I only have one I left, and I'm kidding. actually giving this one to Picard, and I'm <laughs> and I'm giving it to something. No, I thought it looked pretty good. You know, like whenever I first heard that they were going to make a Watchmen TV series, my first thought was like, well, that's going to be dumb. Like the, I, I think the movie that was made is pretty great. Like I, I know we give 
Zack Snyder a lot of shit for for all the you know stuff that's gone down in the DC universe. But um, that Watchmen movie, especially if you watch like the Ultimate Edition um, with the, the animated stuff, the, the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, <laughs> that's the Snyder that's Cut. That's the real Snyder. It's cut. pretty great. Like it's 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 almost a hundred percent at a. Uh, you know, adaptation of the book, like it's pretty spot on in most ways. And um, I love it. I think it's really good. It's like full of really great actors and performances that I love that movie. I, whenever I heard that there was a TV show, I was like, Oh, it's going to be weird to, you know, do a new version of this. Um, But the trailer looks pretty good to me. It looks kind of sort of in the same style as the movie. Um, It's always weird to me whenever, they make a continuation of something and it's not, you know, the original creator's idea or whatever, but it it looks to follow pretty good. There's some good actors in this. There's a couple we're getting like Dr. Manhattan's going to be in it. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Adrian Veidt is going to be, you know, there's a couple of the same characters. It's a couple years later, but like, it looks pretty cool. Like that was a pretty good trailer. I thought it, I, I will watch this. Yeah. I'll check it out. Y'all. Yeah. Ozymandias played by, what did Abby say earlier? What did I refer to him as? What'd she call him? She called Jeremy Irons the worst Alfred. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> oh, He's yeah. so maybe. mean. I forgot. Um, yeah, fuck that. I gave this one fuck because I only had yeah. one fuck left. And I actually pulled that fuck from the Picard trailer, which I originally gave two fucks to. But I had to pare that down and take a fuck away and give it to the Watchmen trailer after watching the trailer today for the first time because I liked it a lot. I was surprised by the fact that I liked it. I enjoyed the Watchmen uh, graphic novel. As a fun note, I was reading it when Craig and I met, and we were both reading it, actually. It was one of the things that brought us together. So I have a strong connection how, to it. Wait, Nobody how can... dumb is that? I know. Why, were we, so why was basic. I reading Watchmen? We were, I'll tell you why. We all know Craig doesn't read. Here's the thing. I thought you did. I also thought you owned your own house at that point. <laughs> Found Abby, that out. Abby, Turns out I'm a Abby, liar. Lying. Hold on. Hold on. Here's a question. Abby, whenever you ran into Craig and he was reading Watchmen, was it upside down? Yes. <laughs> was it one of those things where he just noticed what book you were reading, so he got it too, but he was actually never actually reading yes. it and he was just holding the book upside down? Yes. No, I had like another, I had like a, a Sports Illustrated it, swimsuit edition. On 100% Christy Brinkley. What also, here's what I'm trying to say. That Watchmen was on display like at every bookstore in the center of the store because the movie was gearing up to come out. So both Craig and I were being kind of basic by jumping and cashing in like right before the movie came out. It's fine. I loved the graphic novel. There's nothing I, wrong with that. There really isn't. Because that's what that's why we have a podcast is to get excited about things. Well, so, actually, similar to my next generation story, I read all of Watchmen, put it down, and said, "I have no idea what this is about. I have no idea what's happening <laughs> did in this you book." Re- did you really read it all? Comic books are hard to read. No. I don't know what I'm supposed to look Not at. Not that pitch. one. It's no. like a. It's I love. I read the Killing Joke yesterday. I didn't tell anybody. No. Yeah, the comic. You really? Uh, yeah. Remember yesterday I was having that panic attack, and it was because the Killing Joke's so fucked up. It was really fucked up. I hate it. All right. Watchmen, though, I really liked Watchmen, and I liked this trailer because it copy, or it captures that dystopic, everybody's fucked, uh, the world is hopeless, but there's like a little tiny bit of human spirit to save the day kind of a thing. Like, there could be a shred of hope left, which is what I really liked about Watchmen. It had the comic or the graphic novel had like some very disturbing stuff in it, and this 
uh, trailer had some really disturbing little images peppered throughout it. Like that guy like coming out of the carnival with he's like naked and like scared. And then there's some weird political, not weird, but like obvious political commentary going on in tension with like uh, policemen wearing masks to do more fucked up shit. Like that's that's very current and cool and interesting and it makes me interested in the show in a way that i wasn't before initially i was like fuck i don't care about a watchman um uh, tv show because it's just zack snyder's i'm sure it yes we respect the movie but it's not one of my like absolute favorite go-tos so for some reason though for the reasons i just stated i'm going to watch the show and i give it a fuck i know none of us watch the leftovers but we all are familiar with david lindelof how do we feel about him doing this sure all right, cool. He was in. He was Prometheus. in Lost. Yeah, I know. Watch him Lost. Yeah. Prometheus. Dude. Uh, hey, I'm excited. Don Don't Johnson's in this. That's good enough for me. That's cool. Uh, no, no, no. I think uh, I think this this trailer better than the teaser. Who were you just sticking your tongue out at? Gypsy, our cat. She's giving me the stink eye. She looks like that little Annabelle head. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of Annabelle, isn't? Uh, Patrick Wilson, star of The Conjuring in the Watchmen movie, as he is, yeah, as the owl, owl? the owler. No, his name is like Night Owl or something. Yeah. Night I Owl. See, so, you know the owl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think this show looks really cool. I, I think it'll be. Um, I was I got I got really hyped when they cut to Mars and they showed Doctor Manhattan. I was like, yeah. God, this is actually really cool. Yeah. That that little shot at him in the at the end mm-hmm. where he like picks up the mask. I'm like, oh shit. Like yeah. they're gonna bring him back. That's cool. Uh, oh shit. I like that. I must not have finished the trailer. Are you serious? <clears throat> is there like a post? Are you fucking kidding? That was the no. that was the that was the coolest part of the trailer. It's the end of the trailer. They you just cut to him walking. <sighs> it's like a Dr. Manhattan mask on the ground and a man with a suit is walking and, and he, he leans down to pick it up and, and the it's hand a blue, is blue hand. Yeah, yeah it's uh, him. I didn't see that. Jesus Christ. Dude, what if I watched I just watched the trailer for the movie. I'm like, guys, it looks pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'm pretty excited. My question is who watches the Watchmen, you know? That's like what I'm wondering. Um well listen, guys, we covered so much ground we do every week. I had a lot of fun. I give this episode ten fucks. Yeah. I'm gonna take a fuck away from Picard and give it to this episode. I'm gonna take a couple fucks and build myself a steampunk proton pack. With little gears. Oh, that's never been done. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say a steampunk fuck budget because I'm expecting one for next week. Yeah, it'll be steam powered. Power, yes. Yeah, well, listen, everybody, what we want you to do is take a deep breath because we know that we're getting you hyped for these movies. We know that we're all over the place. And I think some Ridlin would do this podcast good. Dude, yeah. Uh, but, uh, we love our listeners, and if you are listening and you have not subscribed to Yes Have Some Podcasts yet, please make sure that you can subscribe immediately wherever podcasts are available. We're talking Downcast app, iTunes, Apple iPhone podcast app, Spotify, YouTube. We're all over the place, but what we really want you to do is get on iTunes and leave those five-star reviews. We want to hear what you think about Yes Have Some, and for every review we get, it helps us out, puts us in front of more eyes, and we want to grow this thing. Just like we talked about Patreon. We like growing out the community, and uh, we're having a ton of fun. So, subscribe to Yes Have Some on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. We would very much appreciate it. And please follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at YHS Podcast. 
We've been doing a lot of Instagramming lately, taking a lot of pictures. I got some NECA toys coming in. We're going to be uh, doing some reviews of that, having a lot of fun. And of course, the official Facebook group for Yes Have Some is Group Therapy. Abby, how do they get there? Do it. It's so easy. You just open up your Facebook, search for Yes Have Some podcast. You'll find our page. Scroll down. You'll see Yes Have Some group therapy pop up as an option. Ask to join because it is a closed group. We like to keep it closed because... it's better that way. We just keep quality content up. So if you want to be a part of our group and share about the things that you're buying and stressing about and the movies that you love and the books that you love and the toys you hate and how you wish you were at Comic-Con, then join our group and either Craig, Jake, or I will accept you and you can get going and hang out with the rest of us who all are just, we we probably need Redolin. Listen, it's a, yeah, it's a fun group. It's a positive group. There is, uh, we, we, it's not like a normal, it's not like a Ghostbusters page. It's not full of memes. Uh, we, we've been, uh, listen, a good meme is a good meme, but we're going to have some quality control going on. We're not going to yell at you for having a spirit pack uh, to your face. And even though we just did an entire steampunk episode, we really want quality content from you guys. <laughs> yes, that's what we're saying because we don't know how to provide it. We need you to provide it. No, I love group therapy. Uh, like we said with Comic Con, there was so much good discussion going on. Everybody was throwing out their opinions. Everybody was getting hyped when that Blade announcement happened. It's a ton of fun. And you do not have to be on Patreon to get in group therapy. Anybody, if you're a listener to YHS, come into group therapy. But like we talked about earlier, we're building out that Patreon community. Please, please check us out. Patreon.com slash yes, have some. You will not regret it. Abigail, Jacob, final thoughts. Mm-hmm. What do you got? I'm just I'm just ready to yeah. see all the stuff. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood comes out tomorrow, so mm-hmm. dude, I'm excited. Yeah, we're seeing it tomorrow. Tomorrow night, we got tickets. Ten yeah. o'clock. I'm excited. Maybe we'll do a quick little uh, bonus review. Like oh, that'd be fun. Uh, initial dude, thoughts. We should recall, or we should record our call on the way home that we always do. Oh. That's a great idea. Every, every time a there's a idea. new movie out, we always call each other. We're going to start recording mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Also, what I'm thinking about doing for Patreon, I'm just going to record the movie on my iPhone. Oh! Post it. Oh, get some views. Oh, I like it. I mean, that's cool, right? Just, that's a good idea. Just put up bootleg movies. Uh, Death blow. Dude, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. we got a lot of fun stuff coming up, including booking some fun guests coming up in the next couple yeah. months. But mm-hmm. we don't want to spoil that. Uh it's always weird to announce a guest ahead of time because then if something happens and they have to reschedule or cancel or Lyndon Porco. Or if they have a family emergency. Yeah, what's that about? <laughs> what could be more important than talking to us? <sighs> I can think of 14 things to do with a cadaver today. <sighs> I remind me to note. tell you guys about my hashtag story as soon as we stop recording. Reboot content only. All right, bye everybody. Bye. Bye guys.